Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Talking Ball Y'all Picking Post Game Podcast. I'm David Burnett, joined by Slick, Ricky Whitaker. Slick, man, what a game. Tied takedown West Jones in an epic comeback for the ages, 28 to 17. They trailed 17 to 10 at, I mean, 17 to 7 at the half, trailing by 10 points. Um, man, this, this is just one of those games that will probably, we'll talk about for a long time. Yeah, it's definitely going to be one of these kind of games. And, you know, I'm a numbers guy, so I like to look at uh, the numbers and really put a lot of stock into trends and things like that. And the one thing we noticed, man, about this West Jones team uh, coming into this game was, you know, their defense was going to be good. And they, they were, so we, we knew that. But we also knew that statistically, any time that they, their defense was able, able to get a, a bunch of takeaways, that their team won. The only games that they lost in district against Laurel and Hattiesburg, those were games where they turned the ball over but didn't get any takeaways to, to boot. So we came into the game to the half, man, really looking at it going, okay, they've already got three takeaways from us. Um, we haven't done very well. Uh, hadn't you know, put up a lot of points. Now, we were, we were a little bit at least – optimistic because we knew we were you know moving the football our, our our yards per carry average wasn't terrible so we thought there might be hope we were happy that we got the ball back to start the second half but man it didn't look good early no it sure didn't you had a kind of a mishap by Dante Dowdell uh kind of think he was trying to swap the ball from what I heard on the sideline I couldn't see it, it was on the all sideline and he fumbles in a scoop and score and then uh, they had a punt in the game later on, and Chris just – Davis goes to catch the ball, and he's got a guy right on him, and he can't really go get it. He tries the arm out instead of trying to, like, take it in, and he muffs the punt. And credit to the defense, Slick. You, they gave that ball right back to Wes Jones in perfect uh, field position and held him to three. So the defense played lights out from the start. I mean, there was not – they didn't take a playoff. I mean, they, they gave West Jones – West Jones had no running room. They didn't have – I mean, besides one pass play, and I got Coach Hayden, and he said it was just a good job by the West Jones coach and staff, real good job. He said we were in cover three. They ran a double post in the inside and crossed us up. And he said – so he, he said hats off in the interview that, you know, it was just a good job by West Jones. They had to make some adjustments, and after that – there was nothing to be found for West Jones in this game. And you mentioned we moved the ball very effectively, Slick. Man, 328 total yards rushing the ball. You throw in three passes for 20, I mean, 35 yards from Brady. But I'll tell you what Brady really helped us out tonight, Slick, was on the rushing and those QB sneaks. He had 28 yards right up the middle. Um, well, one of them was, came on a naked bootleg that was really big. I mean... So he had a big run around the end on a naked bootleg, and then you had the rushes, the four quarterback sneaks, and he counted for 28 yards, and those were really, really huge yards uh, on the night. Dante Dowdell led the way with 20 rushes for 153 yards and two, three touchdowns. Chris Davis had 12 carries for uh, 87 yards. And then both of those guys, Slick, had over seven yards per carry averages tonight. And then you throw in um, Darnell with eight carries and 38 yards, and there was two runs, Slick, that he was really close to breaking it for a really, really long run. And what I like about Darnell in that middle is we didn't give up on that. 
we kept going back to those trap plays, those real quick quick plays down up in the middle. And sometimes you, when they're not there, some sometimes you'll go away from them. But Coach uh, Steiner and Feely did a very good job, and Coach Edwards of staying with that. And you know, hats off to them for you know keeping calling uh, Darnell's number in the middle. And then Darrell had uh, two carries for 22 yards. But I'll tell you what, Slick, he probably had you can. T- the Marion Tyson had to get the game ceiling scoop and score, but Darrell Smith probably had the play of the night. We were going to run a, a, a trick play. We we're going to run a halfback pass or a wingback pass. I believe he was at the wingback position, so we toss it back to him. Slick. He's got the ball out there, and nobody's open, and he scrambles around and gets a first down on third and, what, 10 or 11. So talk a little bit about that play before we move on to something else, but that, to me, that was the play tonight. It was an incredible play, man. And, you know, for him, and we talked about it a lot on the air, man, to, to be a sophomore. And anytime a guy who's not the quarterback gets the ball with a chance to throw it, he's going to try to throw it if he can. But he had enough awareness about him to know, okay, it's not there. And then he, he, he had some room, so he pulls it down. And number nine for them, who was one of their standout uh, defensive ends, guys like 6'2", 220, he closes in on him pretty quick. And, man, he has to go opposite field and really makes just an, an un, unbelievable run. I bet you he runs 40 yards to get the 20 or so that he picked up. So an unbelievable play, big-time play, play. But, man, really for me, uh, the second half was really about adjustments. And, and I'll tell you two things that stuck out to me in the second half. You mentioned some of the things that we did with our coaching staff that was great. Um, you mentioned the Brady runs, you know, and, and, and he had uh, – Darrell had two of those catches from Brady – Brady struggled a little bit throwing the football tonight, but but he got it done with his feet. And this 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 front four that we saw, uh, we kind of talked about. We knew what they were going to do. You could see it on film. We had a chance even with one of the huddle films to see a, um, a view from the end zone. So it kind of shows you the lineup a little bit better from the sideline view. And they take those two tackles and they stack them over our tackle. So our guards are free. Those A-gaps are free. They have a nose guard there. And he's basically got double gap responsibility and A gaps. And we were letting our center push him. And Brennan did a great job of doing that. And it, uh, Brady had those A gaps open to run and do that. We thought they may slide over and shade. They didn't. So it was a great call to see that from our offensive side. And, man, you take the defensive adjustments. I thought it was incredible. And really, a guy who probably would even warrant maybe being a player of the game, especially on the defensive side, was Josiah Conti. I mean, Josiah drops back. Um, a little bit more. He was playing man, so he was basically playing like a cornerback. He started dropping back into a deeper coverage, uh, and they weren't able to complete those those passes across the middle. He had the big play on their biggest receiver, the kid who's 6'4", uh, Deontay Smith, I think's his name, um, wears number 13 for them, knocks a ball down, has two interceptions uh, to boot. I mean, the the adjustments made on both sides were were really phenomenal. I mean, we came out and shut them out in the second half. Yeah, it was a great job by the defense. And uh, I'm going to call his name out tonight because when we muffed the punt slick, it was third down and the quarterback made a great throw in the end zone and Demarius McGee knocks that ball out. It was a touchdown and he gets his hand in there. I got a great video of that. And I mean, that that saved 
uh, seven right there from uh, West Jones. Very good job by McGee, who's done a very good job. He's gotten a, quite a few interceptions this year. And so hats off to him on a great play that kind of kept up three points. Yeah, and, and you and you mentioned McGee, and I'll speak to him for a second too, Dave, because McGee got burnt on that, that touchdown pass. It was him. Um, he got behind him, and they, they came back. They decided they were going to come out and pick on McGee tonight. They got him the first time, and he made two incredible plays. Yep where he came back and, and, and was able to wheel himself together. And that's that leadership, man, from this team, picking picking each other up, saying, hey, it's okay, shake it off, next play. And we saw a lot of that tonight too, man. Yep. Slick, I'm going to pick up at, the, at halftime. We go in trailing by 10 points, 17 to 7. We get the ball, we move it down there, go for a field goal. Morgan just misses a field goal. I think he just kind of overkicked it a little bit. Had plenty of leg on, a, I think, a 35-yard field goal. Would have been, distance-wise, it would have been good from another 10, 15 yards easy. Um, just misses that field goal. I want to talk a little bit about the offense for Wes Jones. I mean, because I'm sitting here thinking, and I know you just mentioned it on, on the air, so if you want to go back and listen, I, I, I'm definitely going back to listen to you and Clay call this game on that MixLR app. So go back and listen. But they don't run the ball. They come out, they try to throw the ball, incomplete pass, clock stops. Incomplete pass, clock stops. So you're looking at third down, and then they don't run any, any time off the clock. So then... We go down there, and we. I just want to talk a little bit about what you've seen calling the game and what y'all were thinking as y'all were calling it, where West Jones really didn't run any time off the clock in that third quarter. Yeah, I mean, I think that what we saw when we came out and and we, we you know we had a defensive stop, made some adjustments. Um, I remember you know telling Clay and and we were both looking at each other because like man, if 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 they stop us and we took a lot of time off in that third quarter but we didn't get any points from it. and said, if they stop us here, they're going to take their time, man, and they're going to milk this clock because they had a 220-pound running back in the backfield that was getting some some room. They were running right at us. They came out doing that. The zone read look with the quarterback, man, he was nimble enough to call his own number and make some good plays. But, David, they came out, and there was one of those drives that they only ran like 26 seconds off the clock. So they had ran three offensive possessions – we had ran the long one, and we still had a chance to score before the third quarter ended. It was a terrible move by West Jones to come out and do that. And, and I don't know if they just panicked a little bit, but the way they called the first half, they kept us off balance. They came out in that second half, and, and I thought they could have took more clock off. I'm glad they didn't, but that really gave us a chance to get back in this thing. It sure did, Slick. And then you throw in a double pass. You're up 10 points in the in the third quarter and you run a double pass along with the incomplete passes and they haven't they've run basically no time off the clock which sets up great for picking because we love to grind it out we love to wear you out so he kept putting that defense on the field and you've seen those those long those short runs some you know in the first half started turning into you know, six, seven yards at times. And I talked with Peyton Wells on an interview after the game on, you know, the mindset of at halftime coming out, that O-line grinding it out, being able to get those yards. But to me, I don't know if it's your opinion, Slick, I think he knew 17 points wasn't going to beat us. I mean, he, he must have thought that way because, you know, again, but they had been so successful on the ground in the first half, they were able to move the sticks a little bit 
it makes you wonder, but what happened, David, and we've talked about this a lot. We talked about it a lot last year and even into this year some. What happens when your team goes three and out three times in a row, you start getting winded. And we started seeing people sub out. Some of their key guys, like the big nose guards, some of their linebackers, the, the defensive end that's on the other side of nine that was so good, they were, they were getting winded a little bit. And then Dante starts taking the fight to you a little bit. And when that happens, it took longer than it normally does but he wore them down a little bit and he never could catch their wind on defense to catch up. So, you know, I, I referred to it as we opened up as being, we're gonna see what happens tonight when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. And the, the immovable object held up tonight. Yeah, sure did Slick. And it was one of those patented picking type, types of game. But, and, and I, I really wanna give credit to Coach Stogner because my whole mindset of thinking all day I'm working sitting there going I'm I'm like who's gonna uh, who's gonna do something that they're not comfortable doing first and we weren't that team you had Wes Jones come out yeah we had a couple play calls where but it wasn't nothing really really like nothing we don't never run before we had the interceptions but you had the pat you know the pass play to Davis and Davis kind of kept going, and the ball didn't quite get to him on that one interception by Brady. But those were plays we called. We didn't play. We didn't try to run a double pass. We did try to run the uh, the halfback pass, but that that's kind of one of our secret pass plays in the past. You know, it's not. I mean, it is something that they practice, and it's crazy. Me and Clay talked about this uh, this week. There's a the, the amount of plays that they have that we don't see, but they run them every week. You know, it's like, so you don't know when they're going to be called. So um, I don't know that I've seen a wingback halfback, a wingback pass like that before. So that was something new to me. I mean, out here, I don't I don't know. But Darrell has the best arm probably out of the uh, the running back. So that was a good, good decision there. But we caused West Jones to do some things that they didn't want to do, even though they were winning the game by 10 points, by two possessions. I just can't believe it. I'm still mind blown that they didn't just line it up and and try to run it, which I'm great. I mean, I mean, I'm like you. I'm grateful they didn't, but they played right into our hands and a good job of Coach Stogner of not panicking and getting through there. Slick, anybody that, you know, we haven't mentioned tonight that you think had a great game and um, want to get their name out? No, I mean, I think it was a full team effort. I mean, I think we've talked about most of the guys, um, and I think you got to, you know, you got to go back and look at, you know, Thunder and Lightning, which is kind of the, the root system of this whole team and and those guys man especially when when chris had that very uncharacteristic fumble he's just trying to do too much man he's trying to help his team and 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 boy he that he hated that but him and dante with what they did on with their legs on the ground man they willed this team back and remember this is a team who through their district play they had only averaged giving up 50 yards on the ground to their opponent so we had that even in the first half which again it gave us a little bit of life to come out and say, man, we've got a chance to probably do something here, but it was a full team effort by our team to wheel themselves back in and get get the job done tonight. So you really got to tip your hat to the entire crew. And I'll say this, Dave, I, I don't want to leave this out. Um, this quarterback, man, and we, we knew this, they, they had turned the ball over in every game they played um, this year. They, they were averaging a little over two, two turnovers per game. So we thought if we could put the pressure on them, that we could get the turnovers we did. And that's what happened in the second half. But again, that number seven, man, for them, the kid that scored that he threw to in the slot, number 23, 
He's in the eighth grade. They call him Tootie. He's a little brother of the quarterback. And you're talking about a kid who's going to be special for years to come. I don't think I've ever seen a kid called up from the eighth grade to play. And you go back and look, man, at the run he made against East Central in that game. They put him at quarterback and direct snapped it to him. It was a big, big-time play. And, man, it was kind of a, an humbling moment, man, because when he, he he threw the ball to him, that was the one that, that Amarion picked up and scored on. Um, you know, Seven hated that for his little brother, but he, he's going to be something special, man, for this this West Jones team coming up. And I tell you, man, you've got four for them. He was as advertised, too. I believe he's just a sophomore, Race Jones. Um, this was a very, very good football team. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, to spot a team the way we did and then to come back against a really good West Jones team, I mean, I mean, just hats off to that whole entire Maroon Tide uh, offense and defense. And I'm just going to give it to them as, you know, like Coach Stogner told them after, they're just so resilient. You know, we, we, we hot clock so many teams early in the season. You play that really, really tough game against Gaucher to, to, at the, to end the season, and then you start playoffs. So you kind of you, – you always want your team to be battle-tested. Well, all our battles were mainly in the front part of the season and then the last game of the season. And then, I mean, East Central was a pretty tough game for us, but it never was really in question. We didn't even have our starting quarterback in that game. A lot of people don't forget that Brady was out that game. So I just want to talk about how or say that I am so proud of how this bunch has come together in, in crunch time. I mean, it's just no panic, nothing. And now we got to turn our – now we got to turn our attention back to Gaucher, who's going to come back here for South State. And Slick, um, let's just touch on that a little bit before we're going to have a really good deep dive probably around Tuesday, probably come out Wednesday. So be looking for our preview episode around Wednesday. Um, things you think we need to do a little better of um, against Gaucher, or we just save it for the preview? No, I think we'll save it for the preview, but, I mean, it's going to be electric here. It was electric here as we ended the season. Um, this is going to be even more electric. they got to feel pretty good that they came in here and, and, and took us the distance. It's got to make us feel a little bit uh, bad that they came in and did that. So I think both teams have a lot to play for, man. I mean, you win this next one, and, and your next step from there is going to be going to the Rock to play for the title. So um, we'll get their best effort, man. Um, it's going to be fun to see those guys and that crowd again. They'll show up and and and, um, and and cheer for their their guys and man, it's, I expect it to be a great game. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be another uh, really good game here at Lee Triplet uh, Stadium next Friday, day after Thanksgiving. So everybody, get here, be loud. Hopefully, it'll be a little warmer and uh, cheer on the tide. I want to talk about how you can listen to our broadcast. We do a live broadcast. If you didn't know, every Friday night. You got Clay Sweet, the voice of the Maroon Tide for the Talking Ball Y'all Media Group, along with Slick, and they do a fantastic job. I don't get to listen during the games because I'm out here running the Twitter, Slick and Dave Twitter account, but you can go back and listen. That's what's so great. You can go back and listen on the MixLR app. Search Picayune. If, you, if you're having trouble with that, follow me on Twitter. Follow Clay Sweet on Facebook and Twitter, and he will give you the link. Just click it. It's that easy. You can listen, and I'm going to tell you, this was such a great comeback. I don't know how you wouldn't want to go back and listen to this one. I want to thank all our sponsors 
that sponsor all the stuff and allow us to do what we uh do every friday night and uh the kids man we do it for the kids and so um the hats off to you guys for sponsoring the uh talking ball y'all um media group we're going to be back here friday for the south state championship here at picayune against gochet so everyone show up and thank you for listening healthy pets happy people exceptional medicine compassionate care that's our motto at the animal health clinic in picayune located at 500 kelly road we are equipped with the latest veterinary technology and provide a full menu of animal health services including after hours emergencies Dr. Alan Smith invites you to join our clinic family by checking out our website at ahcpicayune.com or calling us at 601-799-1300. Everybody, have you heard about the new restaurant in town, Brickside Coffee Cafe? Stop by and get a cup of your favorite coffee, made by one of our great baristas, and have some of our yummy breakfast, lunch or dinner, pancakes, the bacon and eggs, the hamburgers, spaghetti and meatballs, bag and cheese, breadfish tacos, and so much more. Don't forget the brownie Alamo. Check us out on Facebook. Order online. Stop by the drive-thru. Well, come on in and stay well. That's Creekside Coffee Cafe. We'll make you happy. I'm here with uh, defense coordinator uh, Seth Hayden following a 28-17 to 17 victory over uh, West Ham. First off, congrats, Coach. Moving on, get yes, to practice during Thanksgiving. Oh, man, it's great. Uh, it's a great feeling. I'm so proud of these boys. They never, they never panicked. They st stuck with the game plan. Um, they just continue to play hard every single minute of every single practice of every. I mean, it was just, it was a great game, great game. I was just proud of them. Yeah, coach, it was the defense really throughout the whole game from the start to beginning. You had one little. I was out of busted coverage or just like a little mishap. Well, they, they got us. We were in cover three and they were in a double post and kind of that was great coaching by them. I mean, they schemed us up and uh, got us on the double post, got behind the safety. Uh, um, but other than that, you know, we made our adjustment and we was able to readjust and try to take that deep play away from them. And uh, like you said, you know, the kids came out and they played great in the second half, uh, only giving up, you know, 10 points totally on defense. So uh, just a tremendous job, great effort by our boys. I'm just so proud of them, man. Coach, you get Gaucher this week, uh, coming up week. Uh, Gaucher did win. Yeah, Gaucher won. Okay. So we'll have Gaucher here for South State. Awesome. Um, coach, anything like which, I mean, probably going to expect the same type of game as the first one? I, I hope not. I hope we don't give up 42 points, but, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, they're a great football team. I mean, they got an All-American over there and uh, Caden Irvin, the quarterback. Uh, they're going to air it out. Um, we just got to come with a better plan and um, just give that same MTXE effort. And uh, hopefully we're on the uh, winning end of that ball game. Coach, congrats. Uh, defense played well. I mean, it was a really good job by uh, kids on both sides of the ball. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Roll Tide, man. Thank you. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are. And that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top-shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at CoastConnect.com. Coast Connect, powered by Coast Electric. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picayune Bank. With four branches in Picayune, 
a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Kiel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. All right, I'm here with senior running back Dante Dowdell following his 28-17 victory over West Jones. First off, congrats. We're moving to South State, get to practice Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's just a great win. We got a great defense. And we just persevered today, and we just started off real well, but we finished finish like we should have won the game. Uh, Dante, we had a couple, like, mishaps in the first yeah. half. But, you, man, y'all came out the second half, and I think y'all just – and y'all – you would have never thought y'all were down. Yeah. Well, we just came out, we just fixed the things we needed to fix and play picking football and won the game. Well, Dante, uh, got to go Shea again next week. Yes, sir. It's going to be a tough one. So uh, what do you want to tell everybody? Did, come come, come to Lee Triplett and be loud next week. Yeah, we just got to right, play picking football and win the game, you know. All the fans come out and support us. Thanks, Dante. Good luck. Yes, sir. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance, the local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popperville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Fazand, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. His goal? To win state. Our goal? To keep him in bounds. Huddle up, guys. 54, XY, go, on two, ready, break. While he makes the play, we help make a difference in his life. Because as a man of integrity, he is certain to keep in bounds. Join FCA as we strive to put the heart and soul in sports by impacting the world for Jesus Christ. To learn more, contact us at fca.org. That's fca.org. All right, I'm here with uh, senior guard Peyton Wells following a 28-17 victory over West Jones. Ty, we're trailing 17-7 at half. Peyton, uh, congratulations on moving on to the South State Finals Friday here at Lee Triplett. Um, man, guys, you were y'all were in the halftime. That trail in 17 to seven. What what was y'all's mindset? I mean, what was going on with the team uh, at halftime? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of weird. In games where we're winning by 40, we're getting yelled at. In games where we're down by 10, we're we're getting kind of it's, it's easy. Like we're we're calm, we're cool and collected. Like we know we're about to come out. We know what we got to do. So you get the ball, you you to start the second half, Peyton. Y'all drive it down there and miss a field goal. Did you feel any kind of panic at that point set in this team? No, because we came back from 11, 15, and 12 minutes last year. We knew I could, we could do it again. It didn't matter the time, the score. I mean, we could score in 30 seconds, and we did tonight in two back-to-back -to -back touchdowns. So, it, I mean, the game can flip at any time, so I wasn't really nervous. Peyton, I seen uh, the way that this line was pushing these guys late in the game. Man, that, that was typical picking football. You know, the defense was holding them, so the offense didn't get it. Their offense didn't stay on the field very long. So y'all y'all were able to grind that defense. Just talk about the way that line came together at the end of that game. I mean, they were they were tired. They don't push the sled as much as we do, and we thankfully we get to do it another day on Monday. So I mean it's just it's just the way we, we the way we roll. We've always been like that, wear them down and wear them out. So I was it was glad to see 
us moving them, them big guys like that, and just dominating late in that game. Yep. Well, congrats, Peyton. Uh, always sweet to be practicing during Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So uh, good luck next week. Thank you. Your family's health is our mission. At Highland Community Hospital and in partnership with Forest Health Systems, we offer a wide range of healthcare options. From our internal medicine clinic to advanced surgery and emergency services, from the Highland Center for Women's Health to our primary care and pediatric clinic, our goal is quality care for you and your family through the compassionate application of advanced medicine. Highland Community Hospital, the best choice for your family. When you see that annoying service engine light on and you need an oil change, stop by Pit Lane Oil Change. Pit Lane is a family-owned and operated business with professional and knowledgeable staff. They always take pride in providing the best care of their customers. They are located at 401 Highway 11 in Picayune. With fast, friendly service, let Pit Lane Oil Change be the pit stop for all your maintenance needs. Alright, I'm here with head coach Cody Steiner following a 28 to 17 victory of West Jones. Coach, congratulations. Practicing during Thanksgiving. Hey, we, we got to keep this thing going. Ain't nothing like practicing during Thanksgiving, man. And gosh almighty, I'm, I'm so proud of these these guys, these, these kids, these coaches, these fans, this, this whole town, man. And just, you know, everybody's believing right now. I don't think there was no not one person who didn't believe when he came out that second half of the week and win this football game, and it showed. Yeah, Coach, I, I, I going in this halftime, you're trailing 17 to 7. No panic whatsoever. You get the ball, and you were able to move the ball effectively the whole game, uh, minus a couple of turnovers. So what was the mindset for your guys coming out of there, out of the halftime? Just to control the things that we can control. We talk about every week staying on size and holding on to the football. You know, we gave them three, ten points there early in the game, and it didn't do our defense any help by doing that. And that's just uncharacteristic. Those are the things we can control. But, you know, we, we, we believe that we, we believe that we were a better team. We believe that we were moving the ball well. We believe we could stop them. And, you know, and that's the, the believe is the thing that was, was the main word at halftime we talked about is do we believe? And I asked him, I said, if you have any doubt in your heart, don't come out of that locker room at halftime. Everybody told me they believe. They looked me in the eye, and I could tell it just by looking in the eyes we were going to win this ball game when we came out here in the second half. Yeah, Coach, I'll say they had a look coming out of that halftime that I, I even looked at you and was like, we're going to get this game. Coach, talk a little bit about the defense. I mean, they gave up seven points. I mean, I really believe that they were one of the best in the state, you know, to answer every call. They bail us out of a lot of positions sometimes when we don't move the ball well and we make when we have turnovers. You know, I mean, even right there, you know, they get a short field on a, on a muff punt, you know, and we'll held them to three points. That's just a great defense right there, man. You can't ask nothing else of them. And, man, you know, this coaching staff, just offense and defense, man, these guys do such a great job of getting these guys prepared every day. And, you know, I can't say enough about them. I love each and every one of them. And, Thanksgiving week, baby, we get to practice. Coach, not one last thing. I want to commend that offensive line. That was typical picking football. We wore them out. And then you see those runs that in the first part of the game was two yards. We were really starting to hit them pretty good. Yeah, we talked. I mean, that was our game plan, three, four yards of carries. We knew they were good. They were good defensively. That front seven they had is is, is pretty tough, man. And they're going to got a couple college football players over there. But we were, we were satisfied with three and four yards of carry, and we were finally able to just kind of wear them down and get going. And, you know, they're just resilient, man. You know, they're not the biggest. They're tough as all get out. You know, we got great backs behind them, great quarterback leading them. And, you know, just I can't say enough about them. I'm, I'm proud of them. We'll get better on Monday. Yep, Coach. Congrats. And uh, moving on to uh, South State. Roll Tide.